Hi friends, welcome to the Father Storyteller Podcast. It's your anchor, Ikeogiwa B. Obusanya. Raining Abundance is the theme for our episode this month of March. I want to sincerely appreciate each and every one of you for listening to this episode consistently. My vision is to share the light of God's word to you and most importantly rekindle your faith and your hope in God till your life becomes transformed. Let's say a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another privilege for us to come and listen to your word. We ask that the entrance of your word will bear hope in us. Our lives will not remain the same and our lives will be a changed lives in Jesus' name. Thank you. Once again, you are welcome. And this is the Father's Storyteller. I said that raining abundance the thing for this month of August. Welcome to the month of August. I know that we are in 13th day, but I pray in the name of Jesus that in this month of August we will experience abundance in every phase of life in Jesus' name. Our key test is taken from 7 things verse 4, and I have a lot of beautiful Bible stories to share with you. The first one is a woman, the widow, who just lost her husband. And you know, Prophet King Elijah came and she told the prophet that the, those who her husband were holding debts are about taking her children for sales because she had no money to pay for what her husband was going. And Prophet Elijah asked her, What do you have in your hands? What do you have at home? She said, I just have a jar of oil. The prophet told her, Get more jar. Go to your neighbor, get more jar. Take your son, lock yourself inside the room, and fill that jar that you have into the empty cans that you have collected from others. She has 10 jars now, and she kept feeling she did as instructed. It means that she will bid. She will bid everything the prophet told her it's revival recorded that she was filling the jar from the first to the second to the till the tenth jar before the boy got finished and she has a lot of money to pay her husband's death. God is a God of deliverance. God makes something to do in your heart. For God to for you to experience seasons of multiplication, God is asking you to do what is in your heart. Another interesting story that I'm going to share with you will be taken from Luke 5 verse 1 to 11. It's the story of Peter the fisherman. And so one day, Peter and Andrew, they were casting, they decided to say, they casted their net into the sea all day and they caught nothing. And Jesus came close to them. He wanted to teach and he beckoned on them. And the first thing that Peter said is, Master, we have been fishing all night and we've caught nothing. It's already daytime because nothing. We're about going and go to them that they should take back their nets and cast it back to the sea. <laughs> so, one good thing that I love about Peter is the fact that he, he never doubted God. Even though Peter had years of experience in fishing, 
the person who was living in the structure was a carpenter and was never experienced in fishing. But Peter, Peter did totally. Just for the hands of professional experience, Peter would they, 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 they didn't catch fish. It was so ridiculous because they were not even catching fish all through the night. The best time for you to catch a fish is in the night. They were already in the day and the chances of them getting fish at that point in time is very smaller. So the bottom knew. He knew the power that Jesus carried. He knew that he was not just an ordinary carpenter. He had experienced the miraculous healing of his mother in the through Jesus. So when Jesus told him to come back his name, he, there was just one word, a spontaneous response that Peter gave. He said, But at your will, Lord, I will cast down my name. Peter obeyed God. He never felt that oh Jesus does not have a professional experience in fishing. He casted back his neck into the sea. And Peter did it in an act of faith. He did it in an act of faith. You know, magnanimous he put aside each excuses that he had and he accepted God's invitation. And <clears throat> the Bible recorded that he had great shoal of fish net breaking that they had to even beckon on all other fishermen that were close by oh I'm sure that Peter was very elated Peter disregarded his ego he never thought that who is, who, who are, who is the carpenter to give me an instruction as a fisherman after years of professional expertise is God being someone into you today as God has really spirit be beckoning on you for weeks and months, years now to take some postings. Have you been given instruction by people who are made by the Spirit and you feel that who are you to give them this instruction? I want you to go before God and allow God to bring the game upon you. God can use this impossible similar situation to death abundance. God can use impossible similar situation to death abundance. So God is a God of abundance. He created the earth with abundance. Living with the perception that it can never be enough. It's just a life of endeavor. The concept of our abundance does not just have the mindset that is not enough. The mindset of more than enough is what we have. And when we are talking about abundance, in this episode, we are not just illustrating money, it affects everything that life concerns. If you are talking about abundance, you have to also talk about the negative, which is scarcity. Scarcity and abundance are just mere representative of our mindset. Amount. So our first step is to also change the scarcity mindset and get them into the abundance mindset. We must make our mind go through the liberation process. What a man thinketh in his heart, what a man thinks in his heart, so he will. So if you think abundance, you will get abundance. If you think scarcity and poverty, you will get poverty. And that will not be our lot in the name of Jesus. 
the scarcity mindset allows us to always give excuses your emotions is visually flooded with feelings of inadequacies but why the abundance mindset this will just help you take the boat by the horn it will allow you to take baby steps till you achieve reliable and tangible goals so i said that scarcity and abundance work hand in hand but perception and perspective is everything so instead of longing for a life that you will not have instead of longing for luxury things and things that you know having so much fantasies why not create the life that you want to have create it create it invite people to that unusual world of yours and how do you do this i'll be sharing few tips for now we can embrace the abundance mindset these few tips i know will help us to have the abundance mindset the first thing is for you to invest in yourself invest this will help you to increase your capacity make sure that you channel your energy to your place of passion anything that you enjoy doing anything that you love anything that is of great interest to you channel your energy towards that area and you'll see that you will flourish you will flourish so the next one is for you to celebrate who you have celebrate who you are where you are i keep saying that comparison feels joy life itself takes process cases most people are not willing to wait for one phase to be over before they take a leap to another place. God wants us to go through this process. He wants us to go through this process. There is no way that the gold will come out beautiful if it has not passed through the fire. So we, there are lots of challenges, so many obstacles that life will train at us. For this, for us to be refined, is for us to be refined into a better person. Another way for us to embrace the abundance mindset is for us to be ready to involve God. Be ready to involve God. He said, "One with God is in the majority." If you have God's help, you are more than enough. As long as God is leading you, don't take any. Don't take any leap until you have involved God. Don't take any leap until you have you have communicated your plans. You have communicated to know God's purpose. He said, I know the best pathway for your life. God knows the best pathway for our lives. Things that look glamorous, things that look beautiful might not be God's way for our life because God himself he sees the end of a thing even right from the beginning. So please involve God. Involve God. When you involve God's help, you have you have everything more than enough. The next one is for you to take on the tax. Take on the tax before you don't be lazy. Take on the tax before you. Some people they've procrastinated a lot of things, even when they are given instruction. I'm sure, Peter, from the story that we were sharing right from the inception of this episode, Peter didn't give excuses. Peter didn't say, God, I've been fishing all night. I've caught nothing. Please let me go and rest. I'll do that some other time. Maybe when the fish is just so logical that this time that you are asking me to cast my net, it's it's just a logical reasoning. The, the, the fishes are already sleeping. 
we can't catch them at this time or the fishes are moving up and down because it's in the night we can't catch it peter were not, was not given an excuses rather the widow was she giving an excuses that please even the jar of oil cannot even be enough for two jars you know is the widow suspended a logic reasoning and relied on the instruction that is being given to her by the servant of God. So I want you to know that procrastination steals time. Take on the task before you and do it. Do it diligently. Do it consistently. And you will see that abundance will be your own portion in Jesus' name. Don't steal from God. Don't if you will have the abundance mindset. If you will have more than enough, don't steal from God. When we give our tithe, don't listen to fallacies that says that oh the pastors are eating the tithe, the members are stealing the tithe. You know a lot of things. Just obey, obey the word of God. When we give our tithe, it's a sign of total dependence on God. It shows that yes, if I if I'm able to. Be truthful to God, I will be truthful to myself. But if you steal from God, definitely you will steal from yourself. So don't steal from God. Our tithe is a proof of our dependence on God. The last one is for us not to eat all our seed. Remember the parable of the virgins that were given seeds. And, you know, some sow their seeds, some bury their seeds. You know, if you don't sow your seed, if you don't invest in things, you know, you cannot multiply. You cannot, you cannot multiply those things back. So if you want your return to come back to you in multiple folds, I encourage you today that you should sow a seed. You should sow a seed. You can sow a seed. You can invest. You can even invest in people. You have the knowledge. You have the expertise. You can build. I keep saying that if you want to to be great in life, it shouldn't stop and start. It shouldn't start and stop with you. This life, you you cannot win a marathon if you do not pass on the button. You need to pass on the button of success of prosperity encourage another person help people to bear their ideas help people to you know put life into their vision challenge people to be better version of themselves you can sow seed in monetary uh, means and also you can sow seed in people and pray that god almighty will grant us the strength in jesus name and sincerely if you do all this you will experience abundance there will be shower of abundance in every phase of your life. So God has literally, literally designed us to work harmoniously with our invaluable gift. And you know, God has given us several gifts. Some are teachers, some are apostles. You know, there are a lot of gifts. Some, you know, the, the technical know-how, they know how to do it. They are not even being taught. They just have the gift of doing all these things. Some have the gift to be financially prudent, you know, and all these diverse gifts are within us. Even Jesus, our model, modeled these gifts to us. He modeled this gift to us. I'll be listing some of the gifts that Jesus did. You know, he calmed the storm. 
He multiplied food. He fed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fishes. He created wine out of water. These are just few. Some of the few examples of how Jesus used his God's given potential. So, friends, I'm encouraging you today that don't bury your potential. Use them. Use them for the glory of God. God is calling you to a place of poverty. You have heard me right. I know you would have been saying, oh, you've been talking about abundance, 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 abundance. Yes, God is calling us to a place of poverty. I want you to read Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. When God calls you to a place of poverty, he's telling you that bring abundance to that place. We are the child of light. Bring abundance to that place. He has gifted and equipped us with things that defile the circumstances that are staring at us or that are bringing us down. God is saying today, confront them. Confront those challenges. Don't conform to them, but confront them. Confront them and conform to the image of God and not the circumstances. I thank you for you all for listening. I pray in the name of Jesus that it will rain abundance in every phase of our lives and that our lives will never remain the same again. Thank you. and see you some other time. Keep streaming. Share to friends, families, and loved ones. Thank you. And click on the share button. God bless you. Bye.